Hello gamers, your ears are in the right place. You're listening to I Never Cast for this episode 11. And we are a podcast dedicated to bringing forth discussions or debates, especially in this episode, on controversial gaming topics and hopefully putting them to rest. Today we're going to be uh, discussing the Google Stadia and whether it is a piece of garbage or if it's actually worth buying. So we'll get to that. Uh, we'll start with the introductions. Uh, my name is Kelthar, and uh, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, we're live on Twitch if, uh, for those that aren't aware of that. But uh, yeah, so you can tune in to us there at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Mondays, every Monday. Okay. And uh, joining us again for the podcast, we have Erebus. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. How are you guys doing? You doing? <laughs> doing well, thanks. <laughs> Doing well. Uh, we also have, returning retur- again, we have Athricus. What's up? Yo. Yo, welcome. Yo, <laughs> thanks. Ready to, ready to debate your socks off today? That's it. I've got my notes all ready to go. I think I'm done. Oh, excellent. And joining us for the first time on the podcast, we have Quasimodo. How's it going? It's going great. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. I'm happy for you to be here to be the... Uh, Perhaps the only person actually defending the Google Stadia, but we'll see. We'll we'll get to that because uh, we. I pay- hope you're still happy to have me by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will be for sure. Um, yeah. So, uh, but before we get into to all that, I just wanted to say that we're finally, finally on Apple Podcasts. It's uh, it's been Woo! weeks and weeks. Yes, it's very exciting. So we're finally on the biggest podcast network. Um, as I said, we're always uh, live on Twitch TV every Monday at 9 p.m. And if you can't catch us live, you can always tune in uh, and uh, on YouTube as well on our YouTube channel. And we also are on most major podcast networks. And I don't think we're awaiting any more confirmation from any of them. So, yeah, you should tune in every week if you can. So... Uh, before we get into the uh, heated debate, what have you uh, guys been up to? So, Erebus, uh, what have you been up to since we recorded last week? Um, not a lot of gaming. Uh, still playing Pokemon every now and then. Uh, but I am proud, very proud. <laughs> Look at that smile from Atherkiss. <laughs> yes. We have played every Battle Royale game and achieved a victory, at least one, in every Battle Royale game. But we both put in probably 100 hours. I didn't finish. We both put in 100 <laughs> hours to Warzone. And we took a break from the game for two or three weeks. I think it was two or three weeks. Yeah. And we came back a couple days ago, and uh, we achieved victory. And we lost our minds and stayed up way too late. Had a couple drinks to celebrate, and it was it was a good time. So... Pretty happy about that, and uh, and excited for the DLC for Pokemon to drop. Uh, I believe to uh, two days, right? Two days. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. So looking forward to that as well. That's awesome. Congrats. That's uh, thanks, man. It's obviously a very hard game to win if you have that many hours and it, one in or Fortnite, we just, or, or or we just suck like <laughs> mentally bad. But you've won in Apex and Fortnite and in different battle royals before. We've won multiple times in Apex, Fortnite, and we have like not like a third of the time in Apex. Call of Duty is a very difficult, in my opinion. I might you might say otherwise, but I I find it very difficult to uh, to be successful at. So it was nice as uh, you know aging aging gamers, you know thirty thirty plus year olds were uh, able to achieve. We're able to beat the twelve year olds for one one time. One time. No, for sure. That's good. Uh, yes, I realize the screen is messed up here. I'm going to fix this yeah. 
very quickly here. Um, Africus, what have you been up to lately? Besides winning, Same old, besides winning besides, that battle royales. Yeah, that's that's really the highlight of my life right there. Um, <laughs> not your week, your life. In my life, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, nothing. Uh, first day back at work today, pretty lame. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, cool. Other, other than that, no. Been uh, been really thinking about this uh, Stadia thing, so. <laughs> So is that what you did at work all day? You're just looking up everything oh, yes. horrible about the stadium? I oh, literally did nothing all day but look up stuff on Stadia. Yeah, nice. Great. Well, hopefully you found some, some good facts there. And Quasimodo, you're brand new to the uh, to the podcast. So just tell us a bit about yourself and like what games you like to play and stuff like that. Yeah, so uh, growing up, I was a PlayStation person. Um, I loved WWE wrestling games, the WWE 2K series, Here Comes the Pain was a classic, the earlier SmackDown versus Raw's. Um gr- like when I was like really young, N64, WWF No Mercy. No was, Mercy. Like, oh, man, that game. Yeah, and wicked game. It was such a good game and an excellent story mode in that game. Um, but yeah, wrestling was what kind of brought me into the video game world and then I loved handhelds uh, especially pokemon um but i've you know with the launch of stadia uh i've been getting back into it and so i just recently finished uh tomb raider definitive edition and uh, i've been playing through red dead redemption 2 and then uh recently me and my buddy have been uh playing it's a game created just for stadia uh, called Get Packed, and it's a fun kind of couch co-op game. Play with your buddies. Uh, you're moving stuff out of a house. There's a time limit. Oh, Erebus and Africus, you still there? I'm here. Okay. See if he comes back there. The first technical difficulties. Yes, for sure. All right, for those on audio podcast, we'll be back in one sec. And we're back. Sorry about that technical uh, issue. So, uh, Quasimodo, pick it, up, pick it up where you left off. Uh, you were talking about the new game. Heard. You were talking about the, the game. That get packed, I think. The game with your friend, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, just like a couch co-op, uh, you each take on the responsibility of a mover, and you got to try to get as much furniture out of the house into the truck and sent off as possible. Um you know, it's really fun, just kind of like arcade-style game. Uh, it gets harder and harder the more you go along. And uh, uh, to me, I'm just really trying it out because it's one of the first ones that Stadia has had made strictly for Stadia. Um, yeah. And so uh, trying trying to be strong in my support. Right. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I heard about that game, actually. It's similar to uh, Overcooked, I think. Have you played that one? Hmm. This is not going well. <laughs> uh oh. And once again, we shall return. And we're back again. I think we've got the problem solved. We should be okay. All right. So we were talking about. Uh, is it called Get Packed? Ah, good like couch co-op game that Stadia has available, and I believe it's a pro one now. So if anyone did. I go try it out. It's one of the games you can claim. Or the uh, 
month trial of pro and it, it's a lot of fun to play with a buddy you just have over sweet nice that's awesome so yeah i think I, I was asking is it is it like overcooked have you have you played that game i haven't but my friend said it was similar okay i think from what i from videos i saw and stuff it seems very similar it's just like hectic mayhem and you're always trying to just yeah, race the clock and get it, right? yeah it's just chaos and it's impossible to do everything perfectly because it just goes nuts it's a similar concept i guess yeah yeah and where everything is so chaotic you can kind of just keep trying to do better and better get get more stars and stuff like that so right yeah That's right cool. now like they have 30 levels to it you can work through and they said they're going to be adding on more as time goes on so it'll be cool to see nice pretty cool stuff um yeah so uh again welcome to the podcast happy that uh, you're here to join the the debate and like i said hopefully we don't gang on gang up on you uh too much today <laughs> uh oh, yeah so i guess I, I i'm completely thrown off here i think did we cover everyone what everyone's playing i think we did after like Athrius, we got you yeah, I think yeah. we're good there. Yeah. Uh, as for me, I've been—I haven't played a whole lot this past week. I've—I've uh, I've actually jumped back into Slay the Spire. That game is like absolutely incredible. Um, I think—is Erebus? Are you the only one, one that's actually played that? What's that? Slay the, the Slay the Spire. Remember, I think you played it for like a little bit. I played it uh, a little bit. I—I um, I really liked it on Xbox. I, or Game Pass, I think it was. I tried it on. Yeah, um, on PC. It was really good, but the um, I, I couldn't. I think it's something. If I had it on Switch, I think I'd enjoy it more. It seems like more of that type of mm-hmm. kind of pick up and play and short burst type game. But I, it, it was fun for what I. Yeah, it's basically a roguelite uh, yeah. roguelite game, but with cards. So it's uh, it's super fun. Highly yeah. recommend it. And uh, yeah, I also jumped back into the uh, the Witcher three, so I'm only like 20 hours in first playthrough, but it's uh, it's a pretty solid game. Is Witcher on Google Stadium? I don't think so. What a Great surprise! Question, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, okay, so before we get into the uh, into that debate. Uh, quickly, we had some big news this week. We had the, uh, well, first of all, let's get into the, the news. We have the, the PlayStation 5 conference was this week. Was that on Monday? Tuesday? What day is it today? Today is Monday. What day was that? What day was it on? I could, I, every day just came, seems to mold into each other lately. What day was it? The PS5 reveal, it was, yeah. um, is that like the 12th Oh or my something? God. I completely forget. I like, yeah, this COVID-19 it was a few days ago. just throwing me off completely with days. So can I, can I talk about the PS5 reveal? You certainly can. Or, or are you talking? Okay. Um, so they revealed the PS5. I thought it was terrible. Like absolutely awful. Uh, the thing looks like a. Someone posted on Reddit uh, a picture of their vacuum cleaner. It looked exactly the same. Like one of those like futuristic like r- vacuum cleaners that goes out and then brings itself back and charges itself and goes around like a robot. Looked like complete <laughs> shit. Uh, I, 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 the controller looks cool. I'll give them that. But the uh, no, the, the system looks, looks bad. Um, the games they showed for me were pretty underwhelming. The Spider-Man game looked kind of cool. 
Um, but for the most part, um, very underwhelmed with the conference. I think it didn't speak to what kind of the, the hardcore gaming audience would want, but maybe that's what, you know, maybe they're going after a, the, uh, the scrubs that are casual. Um, but, uh, I, I wasn't impressed at all. Like it didn't sway. I, I was originally really excited to see kind of what they were going to show up against the Xbox, but, um, I was disappointed. That, that's funny. Uh, cause, yeah, go ahead. Quasi. I was going to say, it's too bad there's not a gaming platform without a console. <laughs> but you don't have to have something so, ugly sitting on the TV stand. The Twitch chat has been raided by some more of our hardcore gaming friends, so you are in for a treat uh, to defend the Stadia here, my friend. I'm pretty sure. Well, we'll see. We'll see what they say. But yeah, This is why I'm staying in Discord, and I'm like, <laughs> you guys can moderate. Yeah. Um, it's funny because the overwhelming consensus for the most part, I thought, was that the PS5 reveal was, was pretty solid. Like, not not the actual console itself, but in regards to the games. Like, I, uh, most people, the games they wanted to see, they didn't get to see, like, God of War and other and Uncharted games like that. But, like, a lot of the big heavy hitters were shown. And if I was, like, I'm not a big Sony fan. Like, I've always had Xbox, but, like, I, I personally thought it was pretty good. I didn't have a major issue with it at all. I will have to agree to disagree on this one. I, I just think where we are with PC gaming and how far it's come along and they, the development time they've had on these consoles, I was expecting to be, you know, the, the new unreal, like the engine they showed is cool. Like that, that game with that, that chick that's like flying through the air doing stuff. I think they showed more of that. Um, what, what is that game? I don't even know what it was called. It was just, it was, te- it was, it was just kind of showing the new, yeah. is it, a t- I thought it was an actual game. Okay. They, uh, but anyways, they were showing off kind of more of the physics and the, the stuff. But it's it's all stuff PC is going to be able to emulate and do better, I think. So, and I also heard, or I think they're prepping us for, I don't think they've announced the pricing, but it's, I, I know we disagree on this, Kelthar, but it sounds like they're getting close to that 1,000 bomb uh, for, the, uh, for the pricing. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but it, it sounds like that. That was kind of the leak that came out, that it's going to be approaching that territory, which like for 1,000 bucks... For a console, um, there's no mm, way. I no. I don't believe that for a second. I'm pretty sure that was a placeholder randomly put in for Sweden. I read that somewhere, and Play Asia showed it for 600. And like, well, how much? Just like, putting, what's, a, what's a Swee buck in Canadian? Like, what? What? How much? What's the difference? Swee buck. <laughs> That's not the no, but it's or it euro equivalent to a thousand US. I think is what what it was going for. <laughs> But like that's just a placeholder. Like they 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 can't yeah. go above five ninety nine. They can't. Like no one's gonna. They that's, will that's gonna alienate five ninety nine. They no. They will go above five ninety nine. We can, we'll 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 talk about this in a few weeks when they announce the pricing. Yeah. But uh, either way, Xbox is gonna be less, and I'm happy. I'm happy about that. But yeah, Atricus or Quasi, did you have a chance to catch the conference? No, I didn't catch the conference. I saw what it looked like. Um, but that's it. Right. Yeah, that's the same here. I just saw the photos before. I think I read more about the conference leading up to it. And then after, I, I didn't see too much about it, but it felt not worth looking more into. Right. Right, right on. Um, yeah, so that's the biggest news i know the xbox one is coming in a couple weeks i think it's july 1st so i'm i'm really yeah. excited for that one that's gonna be they need to knock it out of the park they need to be able to compete with sony and, and like i said i i think the sony showcase was fine um but xbox certainly needs to compete and show 
a lot of good first party games like halo and different games like that i see i think what xbox is doing and sony has yet to show i think is the cross play functionality in terms of the xbox play anywhere and that they're trying to make everything kind of seamless with pc um i think that's where they have the edge like the game pass has been a huge hit you can buy a game get a game on game pass or get their subscription have access to both games on both consoles or buy their play anywhere titles where you buy it once and they can play it on either console so they're not like kind of forcing you to use their system. Yeah. Um, I've yet to see what PlayStation is going to do to really combat that. Yeah, they do have a they do have uh, PlayStation now. It's like you can play PlayStation games on PC and stuff. Okay, I actually yeah. didn't know about that. That's it. yeah, it's pretty cool. The only problem is you need a PlayStation yeah. controller to do it. Of course, of course. Yeah, but, why not? Uh, why but it's cool. But you can play games like I'm pretty sure like God of War is on it, and like a bunch of exclusives, Last of Us, and different games like that so i'm tempted to get a playstation controller just to do that maybe down the road all right i think we're ready to get into the topic of the week so as stated as at the top of the cast we're going to be debating the google stadia and i just called it the google stadia again it makes me sound really old google stadia uh so in case anyone is not familiar, I know like I'm personally not well-versed in it. I had to do a lot of research in the last couple of days just to get caught up to speed. And I think I know, if dec- I know enough about it now to have at least an opinion. Um, but before we get into all that, what exactly is Stadia and how does it work? So Quasimodo, do you want to kind of take the reins on that? Yeah, so Google Stadia and... Oh, it, it, it's Google's attempt to disrupt the gaming world. Uh, it's supposed to be a play anywhere on anything kind of platform. And it's all done through streaming. And you're supposed to be able to stream at 4K. Um, but there has been a lot of hiccups in that. Um, so if you are someone who, you know, 4K gaming is a priority for you, you'd probably have some frustrations with Stadia. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to, you could stream it on your TV through a Chromecast. You can play it on your laptop, your desktop computer. You can play it on your phone. They just added, um, buttons on the screen for mobile so that you don't have to connect a controller to your mobile phone. Um, yeah, and it's it's all done through like Google's data networks um, because they do have such a large base for collaboration and streaming and stuff like that, as you see through other Google products. Um, and uh, I I think they've done some things really well, and I think uh, their biggest hurdle is that they oversold it at the start. Um, but essentially, yeah, it's supposed to be game streaming so that all you need really is a Stadia controller and you press your Stadia button and you'll be able to uh, uh, pull up your stream and join in and start playing. Yeah, and, and all of that sounds really cool. It does. Like the fact you can fire it up. You don't need to download any games. You just it's, it's like Netflix basically, except for games. You just fire up a game on anything, whether it's a tablet, a phone, TV, anything, and and you just as long as you have your controller, you're good, right? So that that all sounds great, right? Yeah, and like, it's a fair price point in Canada. It's eleven ninety nine a month. 
Um, the controller is $89. Uh, a Chromecast Ultra, which is what you need to play on your TV, is a $90 value. Um, so that compared to buying your $599 to $1,000 consoles, uh, oh, it balances out, especially like I never describe myself as a hardcore gamer. Um, to me, this platform would be a lot more appealing than trying to convince my significant other to allow me to spend $600 for an eyesore on our TV stand. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned it was eleven ninety nine uh, Canadian, because we're all Canadian here, as far as I know. Uh, what exactly comes with that eleven ninety nine? Like, What do you get with that? Right, so uh, Stadia has a free tier. Um, so when you sign up anyways, you get a free month. Right now they're doing a, a $10 coupon, so you can get a $10 uh, off any game, which right now I think stacked is there for $15. So you pay $5, it is a fun game. If you and buddy at the house want to try it out, I uh, would highly recommend it. But um, yeah, you basically, at the paid level, you get the 4K. At the free level, I believe the best you're going to get is 1080. I, I think that's correct, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then uh, you get the 4K, but then also you get access to uh, pro games that you can claim. And then as long as you continue to pay for your pro subscription, you have access to those pro games. And how many pro games are there? And can you claim them all at once? Yeah, you can, you can claim them all, but they like some are there for a few months, then they go away. And for me, like I, I'm a Stadia founder, and so I have had <laughs> oh, since it, that's what they called us. I got a card even telling me that's what I am. Um, but um, yeah, so I've claimed every game since the platform has launched. Um, and uh, typically they're releasing like two or three as pro every month. Okay. So again, so just to clarify, if you claim a game and you still maintain your subscription, those games can still get rotated out and you can't play them anymore. Am I right in saying that? No. They get rotated out in terms of, oh, if a game got rotated out last month, now when you sign up as pro, you obviously can't get that game. But since okay. I claimed it when it was pro, I still have access. Okay, to it. and as long as you're subscribed, you can still play it. But if you if you cancel your subscription, then you can't play that anymore. Yeah, if you resubscribe, you'll still have access. You'll get to it, it back. Fair enough. Okay, it's similar to the uh, Xbox games with gold. Uh, I think you get like two or three free games a month, and as long as you have an Xbox Live subscription, you can play. But if you cancel your Xbox Live, then you don't have them anymore. Uh, so it's very very similar. Uh, very similar. Hundred percent. Right now, I I got for games claimed um i've been paying the 11.99 since november so yeah yeah and, and to me the price is not outrageous for what you're getting like it's just you're paying 11.99 just to use the service you get 4k gaming at least as advertised you get 4k gaming and uh, there's some and, and you get a fair amount of games right like like i said you can claim was it off the bat you can claim like is it 10 15 somewhere in there or is that or is am i am i right in saying oh, that you're right yep. yeah of course the games might not be your in your 
you might not be interested in those games but it, like there's a good chance that in those games there's probably something that you'll like to play so yeah exactly and like <laughs> i think uh stadia is fumbling is that they're trying to be a major player when you don't have the tools or skill set yet to be at that level, but they continue to advertise themselves as if they are. Me, being a more casual gamer, I like to game with some buddies. Uh, I love playing through like Tomb Raider here and there. It's good, like, unwind. Uh, am I hopping on like Destiny every day and you know, getting on my headset and doing campaigns with people and stuff like that? Uh, not all the time here and there. Uh, if I was really invested in that, maybe Stadia wouldn't be the platform for me. But I think it has a spot in the conversation, at least for a certain type of gamer. Right. And I, I think that's I think you nailed it right there. Right. Like if you're more of a casual gamer and you just kind of want to unwind and, and, and play play with buddies. Yeah, Stadia is great, but if if they're advertising themselves as being a hardcore gaming system, saying like, yeah, you don't need Xbox and all that, like just play with us. Yeah, I think there's like, a few issues there. Yeah, like my buddy was living away for a month. He got the the free pro, um, like the one month trial, and two of us while he was away. That was how we stayed connected. We kept logging on Stadia and playing, and it was uh, super easy for him to join. Uh, he's a PlayStation person, but the good thing about Stadia is they let you use any controller, and um, not with the Chromecast Ultra, unfortunately, because I, uh, I find playing on a laptop not as good as playing on the Chromecast Ultra. Um, but you can Bluetooth a controller to a laptop and play Stadia that way. Um, and that's what he did, and we were able to have successful gameplay with each other, uh, and it was really great. Yeah, that's awesome. That sounds like fun, right? Um, let's talk about initial impressions for a second. So obviously, you've, you're a founder. Uh, I only downloaded it for the first time today. And Africus, you tried it out as well, correct? Yep. And you played. <laughs> and Quasimodo, for audio listeners, just showed his big Stadia logo on his phone. Just right they up to the camera. They gave us as founders. That's what, oh, that's what they gave you. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, Africus, we'll start with you. What did you think of Super Hot when you fired it up? Um, Super Hot probably wasn't the best game to to fire up. I didn't have a whole lot of time. Uh, I was writing down all the things I hate about Stadia. No time to actually play. Um, but uh, from what I did play, I mean, there there was obviously issues. Um, again, it's not the best game because literally standing still most of the time. Um, uh, but uh, just moving around and playing, there was obvious obvious issues that I was finding. Right. Yeah. A few people in chat are well, asking now. Uh, how was the How was the delay? How'd you find that? Um, I was playing on a pretty good. Um, I, I was pretty close to my modem. Um, everything was pretty pretty straightforward. Um, like not best case scenario, but what would be classified as a, a good. It's certainly a good distance away from my router and in, in, a, in a steady a place that has steady internet and, and you know all that stuff so uh, the conditions were pretty good and, and the latency you know it was it was playable but it certainly wasn't ideal not ideal okay no. 
So, because super hot is pretty, it's pretty twitchy, right? Like I know the time slows down when you stop moving and stuff, but like you kind of need to, you know, not have latency in, in a shooter, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it, again, it's it's not super crazy as far as a shooter because you can kind of just line up your shot and then fire away. Sure. Um, but but definitely some some delay. Um, I mean, I could get into it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into the specifics yeah, in a second. And uh, and Erebus, you haven't had the chance to fire it up yet. Not on my own device. I played it at Quasimodo's uh, uh, residence uh, a while ago. Um, that was went more early on. That was months ago. So probably not a fair impression. Uh, I did notice the there was the quality was okay. Um, I noticed a bit of pixelation, like it wasn't as smooth as I thought it was going to be. Now, I don't know if that was just his connection that I was observing at the time or something like it, it looked, it was passable. Um, but just not compared to what I'm used to. Like I, I, and I don't know if that was the streaming or kind of like the codec or whatever, like the interference or, or if it was the Wi-Fi or if it was Google itself, but it, it certainly wasn't anything that I would say is, is a 4k image or, uh, uh, you know, and and the frame rate was standard and everything. So, like, yeah, it it it, it was passable. It was cool that there was no console. It was all doing going through a, a cloud service or whatever. But, um, but yeah, yeah, that was my. I wasn't I wasn't overwhelmed. Okay. When uh, uh, Arbus Arbus, I'm sorry, I'm horrible with <laughs> <laughs> when uh, he was over, I. Uh, I set mine to limit up to at uh, 720. So I don't have the 4K turned on. Okay. Um, gotcha. I have 4K TV. I got the Chromecast Ultra. got Google Wi-Fi. Uh, so I have all the tools to do the 4K. But for me, just in terms of, like, using up, um, like, have, like, my internet, I was just like, no, nah, I'm fine. I'll max it out at 720. I don't really care too much if it's a little pixelated. Right. And that's, <laughs> to me, that's unacceptable. Like, I would, <laughs> if I was playing a game with a bunch of pixelation, I'd be drove nuts. But, See, that's again. the difference between a hardcore gamer and a casual gamer. I just want, like, a thrill, whereas you want, like, the immersive experience. Sure. Well, that, that's, your, that's your opinion. We can, we can debate that. That's, that's, <laughs> uh, I would argue that the casual gamer, I'm a, ca- I'm a casual movie watcher i'm certainly not a movie enthusiast by any means but i would never watch a movie at 720p ever i would i would really? oh no 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 and i don't think that's because i'm a hardcore i just like whatever i'm experiencing whenever i'm ex- it, you know experiencing media in whatever fashion um, i think if you're in an ideal setting right if you're at home or at a friend's house or at a, at a movie theater yeah you expect high quality like we, but if you're like if you're sitting we, around a campfire or something then you probably we pay we pay to go to a movie theater to experience, you know, if I went to a movie theater and I paid my 10 or, well, I guess like 50 bucks now for a movie to go to a movie and <laughs> watch it and it was sub, like not optimal quality, like I went to an IMAX movie or something, right? Um, you know, I, I would be not happy. So if I'm paying a monthly subscription service for something, I would expect it to be the maximum. Like it would be... I would expect the kind of guy if there's like a black dot on the screen at the theater, you're gonna like ask for a gift card on the way out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, I'm that person. Oh, yes. 
No, for sure. Um, let's just talk about a few of the good things. And, and, I, and I emphasize the word few here. Uh, yeah, it'll be a short segment. <laughs> it'll be a very short segment. Uh, okay, so it can play on several devices. It can play on your TV, phone, tablet, lots of different places. That's cool, right? There's no disputing that. The fact you can play Red Dead Redemption, Destiny 2, all these big-name games, or at least a few big-name games, on these different platforms is super cool, right? Like, do you guys think that's cool, or is that kind of like a gimmick, in your opinion? So what can it? So what can you play Stadia on? So your TV. Yeah, go ahead. Has Chrome. Any laptop that has Chrome, any TV with a Chromecast Ultra, and uh, any Android mobile device. So it's the only differentiator is the phone, because like I can do all that with with consoles or. Um, well, I guess not, I don't know if consoles, but I can definitely do that with my PC. I can stream it. Like I, I can use the Steam link or whatever and get it on any any screen in my house if I want to. Yeah, like, I mean, for me, like right now, I got a Chromecast Ultra in my living room. I'll be playing. My wife will come and say, me and my friend are going to watch The Bachelor. So you on your phone. So, yeah, well, no, I just pause the game, go upstairs at press the button on my controller and it'll link up to that TV and pick up right where I left off. That's cool. Yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's certainly a cool cool. feat. I don't think there's any disputing that. Like that's a pretty cool feature for sure. Uh, Another cool thing is you don't need to download the games. You can stream and play them instantly. Now, some people, this is kind of more controversial, right? Because I personally would rather just download a game and just be able to play it like the way Game Pass operates so that you don't need to worry about latency and all that stuff. Because once you download the game, like if you download Tomb Raider, like Quasimodo's playing, then you just have the game and you can play it and not have any issues with pixelation or, or delay or anything like that. But that is that is advertised as a as a key feature, right? So what do you guys think about that, being able to download games, basically like Netflix, right? And you just launch a game instantly. Oh, I can download anything instantly on my internet, but like I understand that I'm paying like so I pay so I don't agree again with the, that model works for some people like I know we have I think he's in the stream right now uh Demaxis his brother is on internet that belongs in a bomb shelter in Kuwait like it doesn't it does not uh it 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 it, it moves at like a kilobyte a second it's terrible so for him uh, being able to stream something because they would take them days to download it. But that is the vast minority. Most people at this point in today's society have a stable internet connection. Um, and uh, like it, 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 most people have a stable internet connection that can download a game in a reasonable amount of time. And I also think that if Google Stadia is using that as a marketing thing, like I think the future with what Elon Musk is doing um with this, like they're trying to go for this kind of global internet speed type thing like i think it's moving in that direction where everybody everybody in, in the world is going to have a fast internet connection so i don't think that's a real for me it's not a real selling point of the system but that's i mean that's just my opinion yeah i'd also Ew. like to add one thing yeah um if i'm not mistaken um I think when Borderlands was finally brought out on Stadia, it actually wasn't running the most current version of Borderlands. Ooh. That's not good. No. And no. 
Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, to speak to that, I think Google has not been successful in its pitch of this platform to developers. And I think, you know, a, a bit of that there, like, you know, the team that made it said, yeah, you know, eventually we are going to move it to this. Um, but even there's several games that are coming out later in the year that they're just planning to launch on Stadia a few months later. Um, you'll be able to play it on uh, um, you're, <laughs> I'm such a bad gamer. What is it called? Steam? Stream? Something? Steam. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, PlayStation, Xbox and stuff first. Um, and then it'll come out on Stadia a little bit later. Uh, that I think it's still kind of you know, Google's pitching hard for people to do it, but I think for game developers, uh, they're still interested in that prime console experience at moving and prepping everything for a Stadia platform. It's kind of more extra work that they still haven't seen the value in. Yet. No. No, fair enough. Good point. Mm-hmm. I t- ultimately like what I think the failure of Stadia is is you know, how how they promote themselves early on and uh, how they've sold themselves going forward. Did you just call Stadia a failure? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I would not say that. I think they have failed. Even the most successful people fail at things. <laughs> Fair enough. But, Fair enough. You know, like, uh, but yeah, I would say where they failed was how they announced it versus how they rolled it out. And I would say their ability to get major players to come to the table. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, another pro that I found was that. There is a free tier subscription. Now, I don't believe they started with a free tier subscription, but they did end up getting one. So basically, if you buy a game outright, then you can continue to play it without a subscription. Now, when the game, when it launched, though, if you bought like Borderlands 3, does that mean you couldn't play it unless you still paid the eleven ninety nine a month, even if you bought it? Yes, because they only have the pro version because they wanted all of us founders and premier edition people to have like to test out basically the top quality version of stadia right but still if you buy if you buy a 60 dollars game you should be able to play it right and, and that's the way it is now and i'm glad they fixed that but man that's uh, i could see that getting a lot of flack yeah, and it got a lot of flack too because we basically paid to be beta users of the platform, um, where we had to pay like two hundred dollars, whatever, for the founders edition, and then we got a half baked platform compared to what they advertised it to be. And I think there was a lot of initial disappointment then that made people go, "This, this isn't what you sold to us." Um, I. I think for those who have did to the platform, uh, been able to get past that and, uh, they've checked their ambitions a bit and they're focused more now on growing catalog and, uh, creating games that are stadia exclusive. 
uh, mm-hmm. rather than being the, the gaming platform of the future. Right. Now, down the road, they, that, they could be very well the platform of the future, right? I just think they came out a little bit too early with what they're trying to do. So, like, in five, ten years, yeah, maybe streaming will probably be the way to go. But, but yeah. Um, one other thing that I, I'll mention here, and it actually, I guess it can kind of turn into a negative with Athricus's point uh, about Borderlands 3 not being fully updated. But the, uh, the cool thing about Stadia is that you don't ever have to update a game. So how many times have you guys uh, been about to want, launch uh, Warzone in Call of Duty, and then there's like a 30 gig patch? Right, that that happens a lot. So, mm-hmm. right, and there's all the memes about oh, the, hard, the COD is now your entire hard drive, right? Like, so that is a good thing about Stadia. You never, you can always launch the game instantly, no patching. It's just maybe the game's not always fully up to date. <laughs> That's the only problem, <laughs> right? So. Yeah, go ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like maybe uh, um, Atragus. I'm so sorry if I said that wrong. Oh. Atragus um, uh, has more situations, but outside of Borderlands, like I haven't heard a whole lot of cases where a game wasn't the most up to date version. Yeah, that was just I the know. one game that I heard of as well. It was just a just a side note, nothing serious. Yeah, and all the all the keyboard warriors on the forums always use that as the <laughs> as the example right. just calling you a keyboard warrior after <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a concern that it might it might be not just a one time thing um, but you know nothing, nothing no biggie right I'll let you have that one it's alright <laughs> um, in regards to pros that's pretty much all i got and i have a full list of cons Athricus, did you have anything else on your list that was good about the platform uh no my only pro is that they finally released a free tier and that's literally it <laughs> the pro the pro for the pro for me if it was done if it evolves into something actually good is the land like the fact that you can go over to your friend's house like and just have like LAN parties and stuff. Like we all lug around our desktop PCs and it's a bit of a annoyance and a hassle. Like if we have like, you know, LAN parties with each other and stuff. So I can see like in person Stadia being pretty cool for that piece. Just being able to kind of just bring it over to your friends and have three screens and just kind of go. But so I'll, I'll get I'll, that, that pro I've seen like pictures of that on Reddit and different things of people having those kind of experiences. So I can see that being cool. Um, the problem is is the list of cons that I'm sure we're about to go through. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll just reiterate my point. I suppose um, I don't. I, I certainly think the technology is absolutely fascinating and phenomenal, mm-hmm. um, and I think the concept in general is is absolutely phenomenal. Like this will eventually probably take over if they can fix the hiccups. But um, there's just so many hiccups. Yeah, there is. And, and yeah, go ahead. And, yeah, to points, uh, with the free tier, I definitely think that's a huge pro. I love that you brought that up. Um, because, like, for me, I got another buddy who's a fairly casual gamer. Um, he doesn't really care to pay for the pro and have access to 4K and all that. So he just bought Destiny 2 outright. Um, all he needs then is his Gmail account. Um, so quasimodo at gmail.com, let's say, just logs in. And he just starts playing. And he didn't have to invest in a console or anything. It's a fun thing for us to do. And to keep connected. Uh, that Yeah, I, I do really enjoy that. And that was something they sold up front that they didn't have 
at the initial rollout. Um, I think, it, yeah, again, to you know, what we're talking about in terms of like hiccups in the future, again, it, to me, it all points back to the oversell that they did, where they did their like Stadia Connect event in, uh, or whatever it's called. Is it Stadia Connect or is it Nintendo Connect? Their like flagship event that they do where they like do their rollouts, but they, um, they did it and they were like, we're going to have all this on the platform. And then we got it and it was like, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, I think that's where it's gotten like so much flack. Yeah. And going back to Erebus's point too, you were saying like, it'd be cool. Like you're talking about the bulkiness of systems, bringing them around and PCs and all that. But like, I think it was it's 25 gigs an hour you use if you're streaming 4K gaming. Yeah. So, can you imagine four, five or six people like doing like a land of destiny or something in the same house eating up like just soaking up that internet? That'd be like You could do it in my house, it'd be fine. <laughs> well, if we all had god-tier internet, then maybe. See, the problem is I don't have god-tier internet. That's that's the that's that that's my argument is see I now I'm I'm actually arguing for Stadia and you're making me want to throw up but they, but my point is <laughs> most people now I would assume at least in our you know our province uh like the basic package is a gig down now like yeah, the basic that's in, package in Newfoundland just, yes like, but I, in the states they like, have I'm a paying, lot I'm of 90, I'm paying ninety bucks a month or something for internet now I canceled everything else. Like, it's just a basic internet package, and that's what I have. But in the so, States, like, they have a lot of internet issues, and places around the world have caps, too, right? Like, we're, you, we caps. have unlimit, we have unlimited cap, right? But but places that do have have, have metered internet. Is, like, is streaming it. gaming big on caps, bandwidth caps? 25 Huge. gigs an hour for 4K gaming. gigs an hour. I, my, I, I think it was three years ago, I had a cap of 150 gigs. That's, like, what, seven hours of gaming? For the month, that's healthy. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably, yeah, that was one of the reasons. Like, I was reading all the stuff on that, and that's why I set mine to max out at like 720 because I was like, I don't want to you know, kill my internet on this. And now we do have like an unlimited cap here. But Stadia's argument to that, uh, <laughs> just to defend them, was um, they said uh, uh, their hope is that it would be like when. Netflix and Hulu and Prime came out. Countries increased their cap to accommodate that demand. That their hope is gaming streaming will become so popular that countries will adjust the cap to also accommodate that in the same way that you saw it with television streaming years ago. Of course, yeah. right. And again, it, so it kinda, the, yeah, go ahead. The, the survey I just I just looked it up just there. So there's they did a survey on PC Games Network. Uh, I don't know, maybe that's not even a reliable source, but it sounds like it is. Uh, but the uh, they said fifteen percent fifteen percent of people uh, have a data cap. Fifteen percent of gamers have a data cap. So um, that translated in their survey or their demographic of six million gamers would be out of luck on Stadia, but. I don't think that's a necessarily a huge. If it's only fifteen percent, I mean that. Is, yes, that is a six million people is a lot of people, but it doesn't mean, um, you know, Stadia can appeal to the market if 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 there's eighty five percent of the market is is there to go after 
I don't think it's a big barrier for them. Oh my god, what is happening? Stop it! Stop what you're doing. Yeah, you're, you're changing stuff. I want Amazon. Nope. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just. I'm gonna get it. I'm getting it right now. Yeah, I'm just gonna end the podcast now. I'm sold. No. <laughs> the other thing I was gonna say that's cool that uh, I'm gonna say it wrong again. Arabis, Arabis, whatever the heck it is. <laughs> you say it once, so it sticks in my head. Arabis. Air of this. All right, we'll see if it sticks. Air of this. Uh, and I both have uh, Google Wi Fi, uh, their mesh system in our house. Um, and Google loves to create within their ecosystem um, mm-hmm. that Google Wi Fi actually has like a, a Stadia feature. So, whatever device I power up my controller, whether I join it here to my laptop or join it to my TV. The, the router will automatically uh, pick up that that device is connected to Stadia and set it as the priority device so that it's getting the best Wi-Fi connection in the house. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a, another cool, like, clever thing on, on Google's part in rolling this out. So to counter that, how much do those go- – they're called Google Pucks, right? How much do those cost? Oh, you get a router and then you get pucks. Um, the router connects to your modem. Um, it really depends on the size house you have. I'm in a duplex. I just bought the router. Cost me two twenty. Um, I really wanted it because I'm working from home now. Hashtag COVID nineteen. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I had a strong connection all around the house, and I wasn't getting that with my modem. Um, in Mark's Service's case, um, he is. You know, living large, and he needed the the router. He needed pucks on all his floors. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he probably had a bigger financial investment. In it was system. it was pushing five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. So really. so Quasimodo, you're paying. You paid two twenty for your internet, uh, your your Google setup with with the routers and stuff, plus two hundred for the founder. So you're over four twenty already just from that stuff. Plus your con- does that include the controller? Yeah, so you're still paying over four hundred dollars to get this to run I, optimally. I, to di- I would disagree with that. I, I would just dis- like wouldn't have internet. Yeah, I disagree with that too. I I I'm I'm bashing. St- I, I I can't wait till you move to the con list so I can <laughs> I can realign myself here. But I don't agree with that argument either. Like, I bought the Google Puck system for better Wi-Fi throughout my house for not not even gaming related reasons. He bought the puck system yes to improve his internet but he would have had to do that whether he if we convinced him to become a pc gamer or a console gamer he would have had to do the same thing so i wouldn't count that cost yeah, but your pc stays in the same place if you're trying to go all around the house to play and you can only play in one spot with the stadia then that's not really using the device to yeah but if part of his no, no 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 because if, if part of his if part of the appeal for him if we're trying to convince him to pc game then I'm going to be convincing him on Steam Link. I'm going to be convincing him on different things so that he can play throughout his house. And for him to be able to do that, uh, he needs the the better internet. I will say I only got the Google Wi-Fi since COVID started. Months prior, I was playing Stadia fine without it. Okay, fair enough. I will concede on that one. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's look at... Let's start with, with the games. First of all, this is this is a, a big issue that a lot of people talk about when it comes to Stadia. Do you guys want to take a guess at how many games currently 
assuming this that when I looked this up, this was up to date. Do you guys want to take a date, or a guess on how many games there are on Stadia? Thirty games. Thirty, Erebus. Yeah. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Quasimodo, do you know this? I would say I would lean more forty-five, fifty. Yeah. You're. You're. Yeah. It's forty-eight. Forty-eight games. Yeah. Okay. I said earlier, I got 24 claimed in pro, and I know there's some of that, so. Yeah. So you have about half of them in pro. 48 games, and you're paying $11.99 a month on a lot, and there's only a library of 48 games. I didn't get the exact numbers, but, like, I think it's safe to say Xbox and PlayStation have at least a thousand, way more, more than that, with including indie titles and all that. So what's what's your counter for that? Like why why would I give up playing on Xbox to go to a v- something with less than 50 games? I didn't say give up. Me right now Stadia is more so an option rather than a replacement for that gaming. I I think some, if that's the route you want to take, great. But would I look at a hardcore gamer and say, come on over to the red side. Once you come, you're never going back. Say goodbye to green and blue. And then whatever your PC <laughs> logo looks like. Um, <laughs> no, I would never say that. But um, what I, you know, like for me, let's say like Red Dead Redemption 2, the amount of gaming I play, like, my gosh, I've been away at that now for the last like couple months um same thing tomb raider that took me like it's not a long game to get through if you were you know sitting down every saturday 13 hours but for me it took three months um that library size now is good for the gaming style that i have um at you know if you were hardcore gamer maybe investing more so in the free option and buying some games just so you could have that play anywhere kind of thing. Um, I would probably be the route I would recommend, but I did say earlier, I think you know, one of Stadia's failures is their inability to attract uh, developers to have their games on the platform. What I think they ultimately should have done was at release have games that are stadia exclusive um like there's games you only play on playstation games you only play on xbox nintendo so that's why we all buy the switch so we can play our Pokemon and and mario shit and whatever but um stadia didn't have that you know they got get pack now great um but i think if they launched with more games like that then um uh, they they wouldn't have made so many people mad, but you know there's still time. It's a large company. That's the cool thing. They are backed by Google, so uh, Google said they're committed to this one because they are notorious for launching software and uh, and throwing it to the curve a few years later. But they made a statement. We are committed to Stadia making this a reality, and we have a long term vision for it. So. Um, you know, I'm optimistic as time goes on. Uh, 
that we'll we'll see more. I I will say like by 2021, they were saying like they were gonna have like 120 more games. I think added or something. They did say that. And, yeah, they are gonna add, but yeah. you know, a fair number of games for sure. Yeah. So you know, it's I I do think they they have started the beta version rather than going full on. Give us your money. Let's do this. Um, but you know, at the same time, they've a million downloads on the play store. So obviously, you know, there are some people willing to check something at it to give it a try. And then that gives Google because Google loves to read data and and analyze what people are doing and predict that it gives them what they need to to flesh out this platform. So, yeah, no, good points. And I'm glad you brought brought up, brought up uh, that Google doesn't always follow through with what they're doing. Like there's a website called killedbygoogle.com and it's like a whole list of different softwares and things that that just didn't get off the ground after they were basically killed after a few months exactly and like i'm huge like every place i work i set them up on g suite i had the pixel book i got google home products google nest products all over the house here this is a google pixel 4 xl i am a stadia player like google could put their logo on a tissue box and i'd buy it for a hundred dollars um uh, so yeah, so like I am very familiar, and that was a lot of the skepticism from the Google lover community of is this going to be another thing that you know we get invested in and then you throw to the curb? But they are very open and acknowledge without saying that yes, they do that, but that won't be the case with Stadia. So yeah. and and they still they have a, a really good features that they're committed to rolling out, that I think that is where you'll see the more uh, professional gamers, let's say, come over to the platform. Sure. Uh, Erebus or Athricus, what, what do you guys think about the limited gaming library? Is that, uh, I, I know what your answer is going to be. You're not, you're obviously not very happy about that. What do you think? Well, we could compare it to um, xCloud, which is in beta, closed beta, um, which will include all of the Game Pass games, which is well over 100 games. Mm-hmm. Um, no questions asked. Um, it, yeah. As far as I know, it's actually going to include Xbox's entire library. I don't even think it's just Game Pass. Certainly, yeah, it certainly could be that as well. Um, that's, I mean, comparing to xCloud at all, it, it doesn't look great for Stadia, but. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's a it's good start. Say it, say it again. Xbox's been around for, for what feels like forever. I mean, at twenty eight, it feels like Xbox always running around. Whereas Stadia came out like yesterday, it feels like so. <laughs> my, I guess my concern is, you know, you are paying, like you said, you're paying eleven dollars or whatever, thirteen dollars for a beta um, that has fifty games. Uh, is pretty sad. I mean, if it was a beta that had two hundred games, that'd be a little better, but. The fact that xCloud, while closed beta, is free, you know, 50 games doesn't sound like a whole lot, or 40, or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, I I agree Google should have gone the closed beta route first. And because, yeah, for everybody on, on 9to5google.com, and that is my go-to source for everything Google. And that was the thing that it was like, you really promoted this to us. But it feels like we're just testing out the base level of the platform now, mm-hmm. and but 
know, you didn't tell us this until after we gave you like two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah, that's a bit uh, misleading for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, Erebus. I am not as I have a lot of criticisms of Google Stadia that we haven't hit the subject for me yet. The number of games isn't the issue. Uh, I'm a big big believer, big, big advocate for VR gaming, which is another controversial topic because a lot of people think that's not going to um, survive or, or prosper as, as you know, uh, despite I, I think it will, but I, there are people that think it won't. And and part of the issue with, with them was that it was a lot of tech demos, a lot of limited games. It still is to a degree. Um, I guess the differentiator, though, for, for VR is it's a, it's a, it's a mind-blowing in my opinion, it's a mind blowing experience. It's a completely different way to experience games. Um, my issue with Stadia is, and I think, I mean, I think Quasimodo is basically agreeing with us on this one is that their rollout was just terrible. Like I look at something like Epic games who are competing with steam to, um, which like, so, so Stadia is going up against Xbox and as a very established market. Epic Games is going up against Steam to try to become a game. What do they call those things? The game, uh, game launcher or platform or whatever, where you launch your games through and buy your games through. Yeah, client. Uh, yeah. A client. Yeah, that's the word. So Epic Games is doing it in a way where they're offering free games, left, right, and center. They're doing all these crazy promotions. I see it all the time, like an ad. Get this game for free, and then I launch up Epic Games and get the game for free, and and Google is one of one of if not the richest company in the world uh you would i would i would have expected something more aggressive from them on on a free delivery of games or services or something something to that effect i would have thought, thought they'd do something as bold as offer six months of free games just to get people to use it like something something more aggressively on the pricing side um, and i think especially with the limited number of games uh they should have done that because that would, I think that would have enticed a lot more people to to do that. But I don't think I don't think the limited games is, is a is a huge hindrance to their success overall. Because, like you guys said, they're going to add more games over time, and they'll they'll eventually have. I don't think that's going to be the issue for them. Is the number of games? I don't. I think that's a small little thing they have right now. But that's like any startup startup in terms of a new gaming thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to speak to our Canadian contacts, they are investing in creating like a. A, a development campus in Montreal uh, to create Stadia exclusive games, um, and they're in the midst now of hiring and stuff for that, and um, so that they can really, really turn up uh, what they're offering on the platform. So, hopefully, in time, it's a different conversation, but yeah, it's no, what de- it is now. Definitely, yeah, and, and I don't think there's any disputing that. Yeah, because Stadia is going to be good. At some point, we don't know how long that's going to take. But even when it finally gets good, are Xbox and PlayStation going to be that much further ahead by then? Like, right? So it's hard. It's hard to know at this point. Uh, Atticus, you brought up Project X Cloud earlier. Do you want to explain a little bit about that? What that is? Um, I, I actually just recently signed up for the beta. Um, hopefully, it, hopefully they let me in, but. Um, I mean, that's essentially Google Stadia, but I mean, it comes packaged with what what Kelthar said was possibly the entire Xbox or the entire Microsoft lineup uh, of games. Um, 
but yeah, it, just in comparisons uh, from the free beta and the paid beta between xCloud and Stadia, um, currently the latency issues are about the same, um, but the xCloud, see, well, one, you get way more games with it, and then two, um, it seems to be uh, better at lower internet packages. Um, so I think they were saying Stadia is like, you know, if you have a 35 meg or megabit down, um, you'll be fine. You stream 4K. That didn't really end up that way. Um, and then as far as the tests for uh, xCloud, um, they were pretty low. Like you could get the same latency and the same quality at like a 15 and 20, 20 gigabit down. So they were running better at the lower speeds. Um, with okay. the better games section, the game lineup, and a bunch of other stuff. So, um, just quick comparisons. They're they're kind of slaughtering Stadia. Um, if they released a, a a free open beta, I think that would be a that would be a, a shit show. Yeah. No, and I and I think uh, from the research I was doing earlier, I think XCloud is going to have a paid subscription similar to Stadia, and and I think it might actually even be a little bit more expensive than Stadia. I think but like six, I, they, they were talking sixteen bucks or something. Yeah, like it'll be like probably around twenty Canadian. Yeah, and like I, like we said, you'll get access to the entire library of Xbox. But another thing they're doing is that you're, they're allowing you to turn on your Xbox at home, and you can stream from your own personal Xbox and the games you already own for free to your yeah. w- devices. So that's pretty cool. I that's think. that's huge. That's insane. That's that's. That's, yeah. gets, that's just game breaking so, as far as yeah so if you already own Red Dead Redemption 2 on your on your Xbox you can literally go out to your buddy's house and play it on your phone or, or whatever as long as your own Xbox is on at home for free so that's that's pretty cool I'm really excited for xCloud personally um what else? Uh, uh, yeah, the, one thing on, the one thing on xCloud I'm just reading about it now because I didn't know much about uh, about it, um, is it true that it doesn't have 4K? No, they're not having 4K, but you could. Uh, well, we could argue that Stadia doesn't really have 4K either. Um, mm-hmm. They're pretty much, except for I think at least one or two games that are that are actually 4K. It's just 1080p upscaled. Yeah, that's not my question. My question is: is is Xbox is Xbox going for 4K? Nope. No, nope. They're not no. Exactly. I don't, I don't think they're advertising 1080p. it as 4K. No. I think I think that's stupid. See, you guys are Xbox fanboys, so I will fight you on this one because I I'm not an Xbox fanboy at all. And uh, so stats here: power and performance. PS4 Pro 4.2 GPU teraflops. Um, the Xbox is going at si- the X Cloud will be going at six teraflops, and Stadia is at 10.7. GPU. It look. It looks like from what I'm seeing, the Stadia stats are actually a lot better. So unless I'm missing something, that's just on a preliminary read. As but as far as <laughs> the actual tests have gone, it, it's not working out that way. Um, and I mean, you you could still say that you know Stadia is 4K and 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 everything else is or XCloud is 1080. But if you just look at the quality, if you actually do the side by side comparisons, it's it's better on the XCloud. It looks better. And uh, another thing they were doing is, other, uh, other than uh, doing the 1080p upscaling, they were also doing all their games on medium settings, not maximum settings. Yeah, I know. I know. But there's an argument to that, too. See, see, I, I, see can we shift into that topic, Kelther, on the, on the 4K? Yeah, um, Okay. 
So one of the biggest criticisms of Stadia is their 4K support. So they touted themselves or advertised themselves as being a 4K service. Um, and as Athric has said, there's a lot of controversy there. Games running on medium settings, games running at 1080p, games being upscaled, so not actually having real 4K, not utilizing the HDR that they're touting. So yes, again, advertising at its worst with Stadia because that was a big selling point for them. However, Stadia has fired back at the developers and saying it's there. The 4K support is there. We have the ability to do it. We have the HDR support. We have the 4K support, but it's on the developers to, to, to do that with their games, with their system. So it's a little bit of a war between the two, which is never a good thing because you want the developers and Stadia to be cooperating. But I kind of side with Stadia on this one only because uh, developers have been proven many, many times to be lazy and do lazy ports and lazy things with Switch, with with mm-hmm. all the different things that we play. We've seen it many, many times. I think we'd all agree there that they do lazy stuff. So stay, I don't know if it's accurate, but Stadia is firing back to say that um, we have the technology. The developers are just not utilizing the technology. So I don't know if that's true. I don't know if anybody else has a comment on that, but that's, that's what I'm reading anyways. Yeah, I don't know if that's true either. I mean, it's a little up in the air. You know, he said, she said. Um, my concern is that even if it's... Um, you know, even if it's, you know, they're saying they can do 4K and they're just, you know, upscaling to, to make it work for now, um, the games are still running pretty crappy. Like, even even not at 4K, they're running really, really bad. They're lag, massive lag spikes, massive issues with, with frame rates, massive issues with everything. So they say they have the technology, but e- even without using the technology, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. Yeah, and I've seen... Uh, a, a big issue that people are having is they can play decently well for about 30 minutes and then the game starts to go to crap right? is this are we talking just spikes. about are we talking just about 4k because i mean quasimodo plays it all the time and he's, he didn't seem to indicate he had many major issues but i know he's not playing at 4k but yeah and mainly i'm playing like through chromecast ultra which is what stadia says if you want the best end user experience play through your chromecast ultra um because i i do find when i have played on chrome uh whether it be at work on lunch break or whatever um it uh i I will get some latency issues um but on my television with chromecast ultra like never really been a problem ever sure yeah and i've heard that too in yeah go ahead to your point kelther um with the the 30 minutes things going to crap um, a lot of people were actually complaining that their um, their Chromecasts were overheating. Oh, I never saw. I never heard about yeah, that. So yeah. I, I don't know why or how that that makes any sense, but that could be part of it. Is just that the Chromecasts aren't able. Some of the Chromecasts maybe they're defective, but some of them aren't aren't able to handle it. I do I remember know. reading that because like Google sent out like a brand new Chromecast to all the founders and some of the founders were saying the one that they received just like wasn't working and um, that it did, you know, I out. but a couple months in, they extended it to all Chromecast Ultras. So the one I owned previously, I, I can now play Stadia on and, and have a hitch, but. I do think early on, some people were having issues with the ones that came with your Stadia founder kit. Yeah. The the issues, though, I think Erebus was asking, too, 
is this strictly for 4K? Because if Quasimodo, if you say you're, you only play at 720p, is that right? Yeah. So if you're only playing at 720p, then it's not surprising, really, that you're not having any issues. But if you were to try, that's something see, you should probably test out at some point. Just try I, playing I, I'm 4K on the, I'm on, I, I am on the Stadia Reddit right now, and, and I, this is just my own experience, and I'm a, I'm a heavy Reddit user, very, very heavy Reddit user. And typically when I go on a subreddit, if, if, if it's on fire, like if it usually will be on fire, if the, if the issues are as bad as you're saying they are, and it's not like there, it's very, the subreddit is very positive. Like I'm not seeing a lot of, there's a few, but I'm not seeing a lot of overwhelming complaints. Now I'm not, I know they're biased, they're Stadia users, but mm-hmm. if there's a game that's reviewed badly, or there's a, a, you know, if you go on PC gaming and there's an issue, those types of things, you see it pretty quick. So I, I don't know. I, I, I would question. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I would just. I would question the. Um, I guess the numbers. Like how many people are actually. Exper- I know you're saying. Is it, when you were reading it, Athricus, was it like was it a widespread issue for these people, or was this kind of, you know, it, it was. I, I would say it's. It was a fifty-fifty. I mean, not obviously not everyone was complaining about it, and, and certainly they may have changed things over time. But um, that's just my my most recent. The information I got, at least. Yeah, and I and I've heard similar things too, but but yeah, like like I said, I don't personally own it, and I've only fired up Destiny two like very quickly today, so I can't speak to that issue really. But but yeah, if the Reddit's not not raging about it as Reddit often does, then yeah, maybe it's not as prevalent. Or, is, is it prevalent or prevalent? That's what I was trying to figure out the other day. It's prevalent. It's prevalent. Yeah, because uh, I've heard pre- prevalent as well, and I was like, I just started quite- talking to man. <laughs> <laughs> what's that quasi i say prevalent you say okay. that yeah because i heard i heard that the other day and i was and i questioned everything Pre- the word prevail is p-r-e-v-a-i-l prevalent does not have a-i-l oh i think what he just, just got i think he just got kicked out so something just happened to discord because i can compl- all of you froze for me everything froze really is he coming back uh, for a good like thirty seconds, I was just frozen in place. I was looking oh, at the Twitch. Weird. Streams, so I don't, you're back, I don't Quasimodo. Know. Excellent. It, but I was connected somewhere else. Yeah, that, I don't think that was your internet because mine. Something happened to me too. I'm starting know. to think that uh, Stadia runs Discord at this point. Oh, yeah. I think it's kind of messing with your internet there. Uh. <laughs> okay, so in the essence of time, can I can I get into what the problem is with Stadia? Because I haven't you haven't hit it yet. I'd love to run through these for sure, yeah. Yeah, go for it. it. Okay. The problem with Stadia and every streaming thing for gaming is the input lag. That is the problem. Yeah. The problem is I have defended Stadia up to this point. I think I've I've tried to argue for it, and 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 I do agree it's an amazing thing. If Stadia had no input lag or a lot less than it does, uh... I'd be all over it. I'd be all over it. I'd have it. I'd have it right now. But I cannot play games with input lag. And everyone's like, "Well, you know, you know, competitive hardcore games only." No. If I'm playing anything with input lag, it doesn't matter if it's a single player game. It doesn't matter if I'm playing Scrabble with my grandmother online. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I cannot have input lag. Uh, it, I have to have a, a very seamless. And I think it's unacceptable in today's world to have. 
with what all the technology that we have to to concede on that just to have the the conveniences of a google stadia or an x cloud or anything i'm not just harping on stadium i'm talking about streaming in general streaming games i think that's where the industry is going to get killed because the input lag unless well unless it doesn't until the technology gets to a point until it gets to a point it doesn't it's not gonna be it, it doesn't have to be perfect either because i i've played on different ms monitors and stuff but what is I think Africans might have the stats. What is the MS delay currently? Oh, I have the stats. Yeah, what what is the MS delay currently on Stadia? So I'll I'll start with um, I'll start with the average PC delay. Latency yes. delay for PC is forty milliseconds between twenty five and forty milliseconds. Um, the average Xbox is eighty milliseconds, um, and then the average uh, Stadia is one hundred and fifty milliseconds. So it's literally three point five times. So that, that that's the actual. That's that's not including screen delay or anything. That's, that's not just including screen delay or anything. Yeah. That's so if I have a two, if I have a two ms monitor, I'm just adding two ms to that You're total. Adding the that two ms. Yeah. So you're saying it's forty for PC in most cases. Yep. Yeah, Eighty for Xbox. So it's three times the delay. Three point five times of PC. Three point five times the delay. What, what do you mean eighty for like, Xbox? What do you mean by that? So Xbox, the standard uh, um, delay for Xbox is actually significantly worse than PC. Yeah, I believe it. I, and I don't know if you have the Switch. To, I'm sure Switch is pretty high, too. Switch, yeah. But Switch, because I've noticed it. I feel it when I'm playing it. Okay. Um, he, he's not talking, he's talking, Calthera, about the, the delay, like on the, not, not the screen delay, just button, the button to the, pixel. Button, the, the system itself, like everybody would experience that, no matter okay. what you have. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that that's that's my that's my biggest issue is is the I, I I just don't agree with the technology until it gets to a point where it's more like if they get that number down to something that's I know it's going to be higher than PC. It's not going to be forty, but at least get it to under a hundred Xbox. Get it to or Xbox. Get, get it. Yeah. Get it to something that's that's a little bit less. And maybe they're working towards that. Maybe maybe yeah. And that goes back to one of my first points, right? Like with Game Pass, like I like to download a game. Yeah, it sucks because you got to wait. Well, unless you have Erebus's internet, you you got to wait for a while to download a game that's multiple gigs. But once you have the game, you're good, right? And that's the way I would rather play with a game that's perfect quality, the way it was meant to be played. But a game that's pixelated and has a, a ton of latency, like you like you said, is is in 2020 is is unacceptable. Yeah, but but I'm sure Osmodo has an argument to that. Yeah, and I have more tolerance for it as well, right? Because like. I've I've played Steam Link on my TV, and if I play a game that has a bit of lag, like whatever, just for the convenience aspect. But that's just something when I'm chilling. But it's not my primary gaming platform. But the Steam Link is is a device that's free on your phone, or mm-hmm. it's like a you can buy for like five dollars now. Exactly those like yeah. those devices to just make that function instead of paying a, a monthly charge yeah. like for Stadia for. Exactly, what I would argue and that's and that's good for games like if you're playing like a turn-based strategy game like XCOM or something like that, like where the lag really doesn't make that much of a difference, right? Right. right. But if the lag, if the if the lag doesn't matter in a game like that, then yeah, it's it's tolerable. But yeah, if you're trying to play like Destiny Two or something with that much lag, you, you can't. Well, right. you're you're just not going to see hardcore. And I don't, and I, not even hardcore because I, I I think it's a different category, like competitive gamers. Like you're yeah. never going to see competitive Call of Duty Warzone players, like the top players that you see online. They're not going to be on Stadia because no. because they're they're going for the least amount of delay as possible, so it doesn't go to that market. However, 
not to speak for Quasimodo because he can he can certainly form his own argument, but that's us. And I don't know if where the I don't know if input lag is the majority of the gaming market. I don't. I really don't. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. For me, it's like I can't. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I know not everybody is like that. So I don't know if the casual yeah. gamers prevail here or not yeah. on that topic. Yeah. Go ahead, Quasimodo. I would, I would agree with uh, our Erebus. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, it, it really, to me, in 2020, it, yeah, I 100% agree with you. Like, it's not acceptable that that's the quality of streaming, especially given how massive Google's data networks are, that if you want to be the flagship gaming uh, uh, streaming platform, throw all your weight behind it. Like, stop half-assing it and give us what you told us last April you were going to give us. Um, and, you know, I, I think, yeah, until it gets to that point, it's going to keep a lot of people away. Yeah, and I, I think you nailed it. Like, they need to throw all their chips in if they want this to work. If they want to compete, like Microsoft and Sony already have thrown all their chips in. That's what they do. But Google, if they want to compete, they can't be like, yeah, we're going to test this and see how it goes. You know, we're just going to kind of trickle in like they, they need to they need to go for it. And, and just throw throw the resources in. Yeah, two features that they're working on that I'd love to get your guys' opinions on. One is for co-op online, um, so that instead of just seeing your buddies on like a map or whatever, they're actually going to have like video squares so that you see what they see. I don't know if there's any benefit to that to like the more competitive gamer. And then the other thing is Google also owning YouTube is going to integrate um, Google or YouTube and Stadia heavily. So you could be in a moment in a game, hit the Google Assistant button, say, how do I beat this? And they'll take you to a YouTube tutorial on your screen to show you, you know, kind of where you're stuck. But then as well, you can watch streamers on YouTube and they can paste a link in the chat, let's say, and you can join them right where they are in the game. Um, that I think those... Things, which was something they advertised last spring and there's no timeline for the rollout but i wonder you guys as competitive gamers is there any like appeal in those features for you guys yeah i read about that as well the i didn't read re- read about the uh, the twitch part with joining a twitch streamer but i did read about if you're stuck on a certain level in a game if you're doing like a campaign or something and you get and you get stuck you can just press a button and then a youtube video will go to basically your exact location and know exactly where you are and just help you out. I think that, I think that's pretty cool, right? If you're depending on the game you're playing again, it depends on the kind of gamer you're, you are like, I, we, I talked about this last week saying like, I don't really like to use guides and games. I just like to try to figure stuff out myself and last resort, look up a guide, but the convenience of that. Yeah. If I can just push a button and be like, okay, I've been stuck here for an hour. What the heck do I do? Then the video comes in and just quickly shows me what to do. Yeah, I, I think there's there's benefit to that. I think there's value there. What do you guys think about that? Uh, yeah, there's certainly value in in all of those things. Like, I, I think I there would be a lot of be a lot of fun. Um, but just like saying 4K 60 FPS, I, I will believe it when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, you know, Google has shot themselves in the foot that way. Where 
know, they they didn't deliver on what they promised, and now they're constantly going to be trying to convince people um, that they are what they say they are. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think they would have done a lot better just be like, this is what we want, this is possible, not as soon as it launches, you'll be playing 4K 60 FPS. Um, yeah. It goes like, to show you, how important framing is, right? If we go back to that Microsoft conference in May, when they were saying, we have exclusive gameplay reveals, and nothing was gameplay. It was all trailers, and like, and that was the backlash. But if they just said, "Yeah, we have a few third-party thing, third-party games to show you, tune in," and the and the hype was severely less than what it was, yeah, people, no one would have cared. Like, it would have been fine. But it's it's all messaging, right? And if they're saying 4K 60, and you don't get 4K 60, of course people are going to be mad. Well, it was, it was the same thing like with a lot of the Google Assistant features. Like, the controller comes with the Google Assistant logo on it. Um, it had no functionality for probably the first three or four months that it was out until now you can press it and say turn on Tomb Raider Definitive Edition on living room TV and it'll do it Um, but again I threw $250 odd at this it wasn't until I got it that I realized it wasn't going to be a part of it right so that that comes down to I don't know. Is false advertising a bit too harsh there, or or what? Yeah, it's kind of what you were saying on framing is so important. That's why I was trying to connect it to. Yeah, definitely. No, for sure. Um, we've touched on the game library. We've touched on it's advertised as 4K, but it's not. Um, yeah, and also saying like in order to access the 4K, you need the pro prescri- uh, prescription pro subscription. Um, Otherwise, games are locked at 1080, but most of the games, it seems, are at 1080 anyway. So it's almost misleading with, with that as well. Um, yeah. Is there any other points you guys want to bring up that... Africa's, I see you nodding there. And your microphone is muted currently. Sorry. Yeah, I, I definitely have one. It's one of my bigger, uh, bigger issues. Um, and that would be that you don't actually own your games. Um you are entirely reliant on pay, the pay, the paid service. Not so much now the free, you get the free service or whatever, but you're entirely reliant on your internet. Um, if you're off, if you're a single player gamer or whatever, you can't play single player. Um, at least on Steam, you know, if Steam goes down, you can still play single player. Um, same with Xbox, you can still play the campaigns on whatever game you want. But if you buy a bunch of games for Stadia and then five years down the road, they're like, yeah, we give up with Stadia. You've invested a lot of money into something that's not going to, might not pan out. Yeah. And to follow up with you, to follow up on that with you, I agree. And that was, you know, a lot of like the Google lovers, that was their hesitation as well, because we've seen, in, you know, Google Allo. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. That was going to be, you know, the, the iMessage competitor for Android. And that's really dead. Uh, Hangouts is pretty well dead at this point. Um, and uh, there's been so many things like that, that it was said, hey, uh, you know, is this just going to be another thing? What do we do for all the $80 games we end up buying? Um, and, you know, Google, I they just said, uh, we, we're committing, like, we got this 10-year plan, 
know, so it, it, it is a bit of trust. It is a bit of a gamble um, because you're right. Yeah, you don't you don't own it outright. There's no way to play it without the Google Stadia data servers. And you know, if they ever close that off, they're going to make a lot of people angry and they'll never be able to enter the, the gaming conversation again. Um, I, I would love to see like a offline feature uh, come to life or like similar to Netflix where you can download content and, you know, watch it offline. It'd be great if I could continue my Tomb Raider story without being online. Like I'm not playing with other players. Like I'm not looking to invite other people in. Um, it'd be great if that option eventually became available, but I guess right now they're really trying to figure out what it means to be a streaming gaming platform that they're like, this is what we're exclusively offering right now. And it's another, we'll see you down the road. Yeah. I feel like it would be such an easy thing to do. Like just when I buy the game, simply give me a key that I can download also just onto my PC. So what what do you mean by that? Like, but would that be affiliated with Stadia, or do you mean just like a generic key from the developer, like to use well, on just Steam a, and stuff? Anything like a, like anything that give me a physical copy, or, or not a physical, but just something that I can have, and not not even necessarily something I, I can I, I you know have to go through Steam or, or whatever, but just some way that I can actually even download the game from the Stadia servers and just have have the game. So that I can play offline if I want to. E, so you never own a digital game. If you read the terms of service of what you're buying on Steam or what you're buying on any of these services other than GOG, you don't own the game. They talk about all that. And when you hit that I agree button when you buy something, it, it, they're talking about how they own the game, they own the license, they own everything, they can revoke it at any time. It's, it's, you don't actually own it. That so is true. I do, I do get your point of it's a little bit different with Steam because if like if Steam server shut down, like you can't like if you have a Fallout New Vegas DVD, like a or DVD, my God, or like, yeah, the, the game disc, you can't play it without a Steam account. So you have to have you have to log into Steam and, and get a Steam account to play it. I'm pretty sure you can play offline if you have the game downloaded. Um, no. I'm pretty sure you can do that. I'm nope. sure you can go into the Steam game files and actually click the button and play Steam, offline. yes, you can. You can play yeah. games offline. You can play games offline, but if Steam shut, Steam can... Re- you do not own... When you get a digital copy of a game, you do not own that game. Read, read the TOC. You do not own the game. They do that with Nintendo, too. With Nintendo Switch, the eShop, you don't own the game. They can revoke the license at any time. There's, they have the same language that I'm sure Stadia does with all this stuff. The difference that I would agree with you guys on is that Stadia, if, if, if they're not allowing you to even download the game and then they shut down their, their, their PC data, wherever the, their, their center where they're streaming all this stuff, then yes, we, are, we can't use it anymore at all. Zero. Like we can't, like it's completely gone. So I do agree with your point that there should be an option to download the game but if it's through Stadia's, like if you can download a digital game through Stadia, but still have to log into Stadia to use it and all that stuff, I mean, it's still the same problem because if Stadia shuts down their stuff, they could, if they're assholes, restrict you from using your game. 
Yeah, I just don't see why they can't like give you the game as well so that you can download it, and then if everything blows up, you have a copy of the game at that time that you could play offline. Well, then it's getting a bit cross-platform. Like it's getting a bit if they're trying. It's the same thing. Like if I'm downloading, if I'm getting something for Xbox, why don't they give me a PC copy? Like if they give me a well, because they can make money. Like if they if they can make more money, the developer can make more money if someone wants to get it for both. I mean, it's probably not that much. People probably don't buy Xbox and PC that often, but um, I find it to be different. Like you've got you're just playing on their servers for one. Even if you had to choose, like when you buy the game you choose, oh, hey, I want a key or a download thing for the, my PC or my Xbox or whatever. Exactly. And I think it it, 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 it could work that way, maybe. But the, the, the appeal for the state, like for Netflix, for example, if I'm going out to the cabin, I download a bunch of stuff on Netflix. It's yeah. primarily streaming, but I download it so I can watch it on my iPad. It's a little bit weirder with Stadia because you can't, like the power is running through the stream. So it's yeah. not, mm-hmm. you can't just download it to your phone and then take it your phone to the cabin and play the games at, you know, at your leisure. Really, the only place you can play them is if you have a powerful enough PC to run the the game or whatever. So it's just a bit of a weird. I, I do. I see what you're saying because I, I you're, it's it's very reliant on on Google Stadia staying in operation, mm-hmm. and 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 you could easily lose that. But if they shut it down, because yeah, if but Steam I mean, like, ever we, was we, to we, shut we down, we get games like we get games like Madden and and NHL and stuff where EA shuts down the servers and then we can't do anything with the mm-hmm. game that we bought, right? So. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit of a gray. I, I I'm going to look more into that that Steam thing because I re- read the TOC. I I've, I've always thought I had to launch Steam to uh, to play a game, but you guys are saying I don't. So that's I think you you have to launch it to play any sort of online, and it is a pain in the ass to actually play it offline, like with no Steam, because that's the sure whole DRM free stuff, right? Like that's what they talk about DRM. Yeah, isn't that uh, what as, that means? That you have to be. You can still go into your game folder. Like your game, the game is on your computer somewhere. But you can turn your game on, so you can take your, you can unplug your internet from your computer, and just fire up that game with with no connection at all. Well, that, it's not even that because that that's that's a for sure because you can even do that directly through Steam. My, my, I'm saying that even if you didn't have Steam installed on your computer and you had downloaded the game from Steam, you can you can download Steam, download the game, delete Steam turn your computer, the internet off and then f- go deep into the folders, into the steam folders and start the game. Interesting. No, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure that's the way that's the way it is just from, from what I've read. Because that was yeah, the whole we'll appeal that of, that was the whole appeal of GOG. Like yeah. everyone talks on GOG about it being DRM free, meaning that you can get all of their games do not require you to be online or connected to anything to play them. Yeah. That's, that's their selling point. They, they, they market themselves as DRM free and Steam is not DRM free, so maybe maybe there's certain games with Steam that you can do that or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe there's something weird going on. But there. Yeah, we can sure. look, we can look mm-hmm. that up. We'll update you guys next week on that one. Yes, for sure. Uh, we're gonna have to wrap up the argument or, or not argument debate, I should say, uh, shortly. So, like, is there any final thoughts about Stadia? And and then I, I kind of want Quasimodo to do like his final pitch to try to convince us or convince. Who or or at least make make a case for what kind of gamer would best fit with Stadia? So, is there anything else? Any, anything we any big points we missed, guys, that you want to throw in about cons or pros with Stadia? Athricus, anything else on your big list? No, I, I mean, I just, my, I guess, reiterating my point, I just, I feel it's a, it's a big risk investing in, or not so much a risk, but it's it's a big investment into a. Con- a console that's 
objectively worse than other consoles. Yeah, I think risk is like, fair. I think risk is a fair yeah. word. Yeah, I mean, you've only got the 40 games and, you know, yada, yada. So, yeah, that's my concern. And, and I think that's my biggest concern, too, right? Like, it's there's barely any games. You can't download them. You have to stream them. The input lag is terrible. It's advertised as 4K. You're not actually getting 4K. You need reliable, strong, stable internet, which Erebus argues most people have. I know a lot of people in the States don't, and especially those with data caps. Like, they're, they are automatically out of the running for for getting this and and google has a history of shutting things down yeah they say they're going to support stadia but like i'm pretty sure they said that with lots of other things too so um my my point on the internet is more around that um i don't care if if they're pushing the premium technology and it's the best of the best vr is amazing but it's a small group of people that play it because only a certain amount of people have a powerful enough computer to run it, but I'm still all over it because I'll spend the money and, and, and do what I can to play it. Cause I'm obsessed with it. I love it. I would do the same thing for stadia. And I think there's a lot of other people out there that would do the same thing, even though yes, the majority of people, maybe they can't play it, but, but that's not state. Like that's not stadia's fault that, mm-hmm. you know, if they're if they're running, I would rather they run things at eight K and the maximum and, and eat into everybody's internet. If it means that it's a better overall delivery of their service and people just have to figure out you know people i think people will find ways to pay for it pay for better internet or or remove caps yeah i like that you're making the vr comparison there too right because not everyone has it but like the people that do it's like yeah it's a huge barrier of entry but it it delivers right yeah like i i'm an early adopt i i call i consider myself somewhat an early adopter with technology like if i see something i'll 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 splurge and my wife gets mad at me when i do it but i will (laughs) <laughs> splurge and get what get it and i'll buy the 1080 ti like i did or the the hotis and all that different stuff like all the different setups that i have to get the best the best that i can get but like that and and i did not buy stadia and that's why because i don't view stadia as that premium experience mm-hmm. so it is a bit of a mismatch to your point because if they're requiring all that internet usage and all that internet stuff but their service is suboptimal there's a mismatch there because they're not they're not offering the best service for for those people that have all the you know, the best internet and all that stuff. Yeah. I think, and I think that's what it is. It's yet and not right now are like the biggest things when it comes to Stadia. It's like, it's going to yeah, be really sure. good, but it's just not the right time. I, I, I can't see why I would, and I know it's more for casual gamers, I guess, but I can't see why if someone already has an Xbox or PlayStation, why they would ever consider going with a Stadia. But with that, I turn it over to you, Quasimodo. I want you to try to change our minds here. Cool. <laughs> um, well, uh, what I would say, I you know, looking back on the history of like the rollout of Stadia, it was funny because more came to light about XCloud shortly after, and Stadia coming in as we're disrupting this is unique this is new and then xcloud was like hey we're actually an already established gaming company here's our take on it probably going to be better how about you join us it was like like i don't know like how like that probably really undercut stadia's opportunity to appeal to the competitive gamers but i would say for anyone out there who Maybe you've transitioned in life now and you're 
working professional families, whatever, uh, you don't have as much time for gaming um, or financially you just can't invest in it anymore, that Stadia is a really good access point um, because, you know, we, we all check money at different subscriptions. Um, you know, I pay for Disney Plus every month. Do I watch it all the time? No, but I love having it. Um, and when I do, I appreciate that I have it. Um, and as a casual gamer, I appreciate that the options there that I can play high quality games like Red Dead Redemption 2, um, like Destiny, um, just by sitting down, picking up this controller and pressing a button and having it launch on my TV. So I think Stadia, uh, I think Kelthar, you framed it very well, um, that, uh, it's going to be great. It's just not there yet. If you are in that place in life where you're looking for a lower financial commitment slash setup, Stadia, to me, would be a great route to go. Um, and even I think it's good if you're somebody who maybe you're really into gaming and you have that buddy who isn't but maybe would play here and there. Um, why not both of you hop on Stadia, even just the free edition, buy a game uh, together. Maybe you got some Google Play money uh, stashed away that you want to use towards it. Um, it's a fun way to connect. Uh, but I do think for everyone, Stadia is worth keeping an eye on, um, especially as they work on these uh, YouTube integrations and as they develop content out of this Montreal campus. Um, because... Yeah, I, I think they're willing to fight and prove people wrong. And, uh, yeah, they, they they seem more invested in this than other things that they have released. Uh, me, who is, you know, I follow Google through everything. And I actually find myself believing them in this case that they will invest in Stadia long term. Um, and I'm excited to see what it becomes. Um, yeah, for the casual gamer out there, and um, that's just looking for you know a way to unwind. Hands down, invest in Stadia. I bring my controller, and my book bag. I did go to the office before COVID, and on lunch breaks, open up a Chrome window to go. I can play uh, through a bit of Tomb Raider there uh, while I'm on my lunch break, and I think that's fantastic. And um, yeah, so I, I think it really depends on where you're at and how you feel about gaming. Um, but I think Google is the most forward-thinking company in my mind. And we're always predicting what's to come and what people are going to like. And I think they have access to the data to know. And uh, I think they're heading the right direction on this. And uh, in a few years, I'm going to be very proud to have the founder badge next to my user while I'm playing <laughs> all you guys on Stadia. Yeah. How much is Google paying you anyway? Like, are you wearing a Google shirt or hat right now? Or? Honestly, I'm trying my best. I'm like, they, they haven't released the Pixel Buds in Canada yet, uh, which is like their version of the AirPods. And it's available in the U.S. And I was, like, tweeting at them, like, bye, my birthday's coming. I got everything you have. Just send me a pair. Like, <laughs> I don't care if I'm not sanctioned in Canada yet. Like, give it to me. Um, <laughs> so I'm really hoping this takes off and I can get some endorsement of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. 
Yeah, no, I think you made a really strong case for it uh, for a certain type of gamer, right? You're not you're not advocating that Stadia is here to replace the Xbox or PlayStation, at least not yet. Um, it's good for casual gamers, like you said. If you just want to pick it up on, on lunch break or if you're at home, you just want to unwind and play an hour of Tomb Raider here and there. Yeah, it's 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 great for that, and and it kind of appeals to me that way as well. Um, the only, the issue for me personally is just it's another subscription to add on to like you said there's disney plus there's there's all sorts of subscriptions we have because that's the kind of world we're moving into now where you just pay subscriptions for seems like everything now right so adding another 11.99 to that is just i don't know if that's something that's worth it for for me but like i said if i didn't have an xbox i didn't have a pc then yeah the stadia probably would be a platform that i would certainly consider do you guys have any points you want to make about that uh i think it's uh i think it's close i think the stadia is close and it's it's really unfortunate the way they unrolled the marketing um i i i'm gonna keep a close eye on it i agree with with um quasimodo that it's it's google like we can't forget the fact that this is google and yes, they abandon projects and stuff, but he's right. They have committed a lot to this. They're sticking with it. They didn't abandon it. And they are they have a lot of resources. So I mean if they're if if they can make it work, um, I mean it could be a cash cow for them. It probably already is to some degree, but um I would counter you a little bit, Kelter, and I know we're concluding, so I don't want to keep debating going, but we've spent a lot of money on our switches. We've spent a lot of money on the games with a switch. We've talked about this in other streams. So the stadia, like, yes, you're adding another subscription, but, um, it's, it's a, it's not a huge cost. Like it's not a, like I, I know, I think part of you, at least what you've told me before is you hate not owning stuff as uh, what Athricus was saying. So I think it's, that's part of probably one of the reasons that you are so against it, I think maybe, but the switch is definitely like, there's a there's a big like if you factor in how much that costs per month when you're just looking at games and stuff like it, it adds up even though like we're buying you buy it and you own it and all that stuff i get that but it's hundreds of dollars it's hundreds so yeah. it's uh yeah that's just my but you do on. own the games no no well you own the cartridges yeah you buy yeah. physical if you buy the a physical, physical game, game no. you own the game yes yeah you own the game yeah. yeah. Uh, Athicus, anything you want to throw in? He wrote a giant quote in the chat. I know. I think that, that uh, certainly pertains to what we're talking about here. I, I liked the quote. Yeah, it, uh, it's uh, a quote from the from the second Batman movie. Uh, the Joker said, uh, "Nobody, nobody panics when things go according to plan, even if the plan is horrifying." And I, I just think that if Google had been a little, little more you know, laid back and said, you know, I'm 30 to 60 FPS at 720, then everyone would have been fine and, and loved them for sticking to the plan. But my counter to that would be if they were saying, yeah, we can come out and stream 30 FPS at 720p, people would be like, who cares? Like, that's, no, no, not, I, that's I, not impressive, right? But if they I come out saying 4K, that's how they draw people in, right? That was, t- I think they went a little overboard with that. Uh, I, I mean, if they said the goal eventually was 4K, but right now you can start with 30 FPS, 720p, just, yeah, just give people the option. 
they they I, on the Reddit they had they showed that um, there's a thing called overtime or something they're doing with Stadia, like where you can like put VSync on and like you can lower the MS dramatically. It's still terrible, but you can lower it. But if they had focused, like Atherica said, on 720 30 FPS for the hardcore gamer and the input lag, they got it down to something in Xbox territory, and then said, but for the casual gamer or for an immersive experience, you can switch it between 720 all the way up to 4K. They could have they they could have made that awesome because like the, the hardcore Counter Strike players, most hardcore players play at 1080p. They don't play at 1440p or 4K because even on their computers they play at 1080p because it's the best mm-hmm. for you know technological reasons. There's a reason for them to play at that level. But yeah, like if they had done a 30 FPS 720p thing with the flexibility built in to it, I think they could have. Yep. Could have sold it better. Sure, fair enough. Any final points before we move on? I think we've made strong arguments for for both sides for sure. No, all right. Um, yeah, Stadia. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm interested to see where it goes, and I think I think we can all agree there. I think it's going to go in a positive direction, and uh, I'm looking forward to where it goes for sure. Uh, Really quickly, because uh, once again, we've gone over time, which is fine. Uh, you guys up for a quick trivia round? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, Quasimodo, I know you, you're, uh, this is your first time here, so I'll just go over it quickly. I'm going to ask a trivia question. It's what I do, I've done the last few weeks. And how it's going to work is I'll, I'll ask the question, I'll list off the four multiple choice options. And uh, if you do know the answer for sure, then I'll go to you last, just so you don't kind of spoil it for uh, the other two guys. Okay, so I'm going to ask the question. I'll list out the options, and I'll go to each person, and we'll see uh, how we do. So I think Athricus and Erebus, you both have one point each, I think. Am I right in saying that? I think you had one question right out of three or four. I can't remember how many we've done now. Yeah, there was one week all of us got it right, I think. Yeah. And then last that week. Was la- that was the Pokemon one, I think. We, at- yes, I think we all got that one. Yeah. I think that was the only time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. The question this week is, and uh, to me, I-, I knew this right away, and you guys might know it too. What was the first game ever showcased on the Stadia? So they had some conference or whatever, and they showed this one game. Okay. Was it Far Cry 5? Was it Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Was it Red Dead Redemption 2? Or was it Destiny 2? And I'll say this was showcased in 2018 for the first time. So again, what was the first game ever showed on the Stadia? Was it Far Cry 5, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Red Dead Redemption 2, or Destiny 2? Now, does anybody know the answer for sure? And again, I hope I, I hope nobody's googling this or looking at, at chat to see uh, see what's going on. I, I, I trust you guys. But does anyone know this answer for sure, hundred percent? Think so. Okay, so we'll go to you last, Erebus or Athrica. So you kind of, I think I know what it is, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Okay, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Uh, Africus, we'll start with you this time. What do you think the answer might be? Um, I can't. I, you said uh, Red Dead. I don't think it's Red Dead. Um, it was way too new of a game. 
Now all the uh, Far Cry Five, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and Red Dead Redemption Two uh, all came out in 2018. Destiny Two, I believe, was 2017. Yeah, I don't remember PC. hearing anything about. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was Red Dead. Um, what was the other uh, Destiny? So Far, Far Cry Five, Assassin's Creed, Red Dead Redemption Two, or Destiny Two. Uh, I. Mm. You really care about these points? I can. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I'm wasting time. Um, um, I'll go Destiny. Destiny. I might, I might, yeah, uh, it's either Destiny or Assassin's Creed. Your love final answer is what? Oh my God, I'll do Destiny. I'll Destiny too. Erebus. Yeah, I, I I I was stuck between those two as well, but I'm I'm pretty sure uh, I'm pretty sure it's Destiny. I'm pretty sure the trailers that I saw when I was watching a couple years back was was Destiny. But I'm I'm it's I think it's between those two. But so you lock? I'll in go with Destiny as well. Destiny. Yeah, I'll lock in Destiny as well. Quasimodo. I think it's Destiny as well. Destiny two has been kind of Stadia's flagship, and it's the one game that's been available on pro since launch oh i i think it is destiny 2 okay answers are locked in and the answer is actually assassin's creed odyssey Uh, assassin's creed odyssey was the very first game showcased through the streaming uh technology i guess at showing assassin's creed odyssey gameplay so yeah, like I said, de- like you said, Destiny Two is uh, one of their flagship things that they have, like to kind of showcase the system and all that. But it wasn't the first one that was actually shown. So yeah, cool. Stumped cool. again, stumped again, yeah, and that was one I quickly found right before <laughs> right before the show. Yeah, I was scrambling was, to find a question. That was a good one. Gus. Yeah. yeah, perfect. You even got the hardcore Stadia gamer. I know this is great. <laughs> now, now I'm afraid I got it wrong. I'm gonna have to double check this after the show, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm look it up after this because I, yeah. I would have swore it was Destiny, but yeah, yeah. See, this is why you're not getting that Google endorsement, Quasimodo, because you're you're supposed to get no, these right. right? Yeah, they're watching this right now. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it for us. Um, so that was our debate on Google Stadia, and hopefully we put the debate to rest as much as we uh, we could. Um, as for us, you can always, as I said at the start, top of the show, you can tune in on twitch.tv slash I never cast for this at 9 p.m. Eastern time on every Monday, every week. And uh, we're also on Twitter. You can follow me at, at Kelthar, and you can follow uh, the show at at, at, at I never cast for this. Man, it is late and I'm starting to stutter here. And uh, we're also on uh, Facebook slash I never cast for this. And we're on all major podcasting platforms. And we have Discord. I forgot to mention at the top of the show. So you can go on twitch.tv and uh, our link to our Discord channel is there if you'd like to join our Discord community. Uh, We'll just do final send-offs here. Erebus, do you want to plug anything before you go? Yeah, twitch.tv slash Erebus. Haven't streamed in over five years now. Or no, it's almost five years, not not quite five years. Uh, noticed <laughs> I lost a follower from last week. Uh, ridiculous. Don't know who that was, but uh, you can, you know, you know what I'm going to say. 341 followers. Uh, and I did get about five or six views on my drunk Erebus Falls Asleep uh, video, the only video on my channel from five years ago. 
uh, hoping to get that up to probably 120 for next week. So tune into that uh, that video if you <laughs> have nothing else to do at all. Literally nothing. Thank you. All right, Africus. Uh, nothing. Um, uh, I would really love to start streaming, but uh, I don't have the time. So nice. We'll see. That would be cool, man. Well, if you do, let us know, and we'll uh, we'll plug you on the show for sure. I, I will. And uh, Quasimodo, do you have anything you want to plug or share before we uh, head off? Yes. Uh, I often talk about Stadia925google.com. If anyone's on there, feel free to say hi. Um, but also friend me on Stadia. It's Quasimodo, and uh, you can just look for that founder badge, and you'll know it's me. <laughs> yeah, nice. Awesome. And you can see Quasimodo just flexing there in the background. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks, guys, as usual, for, for being here. And Quasimodo, thanks for being uh, a newcomer, first time around the show, and you did an awesome job. We're, we'd love to have you back if you're up for it. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. And maybe we can have this exact conversation, maybe maybe even a year from now, to see do uh, an update on where Stadia is and if it's come, uh, come a positive way or not. So we'll see for sure. All right. And that's it for us, guys. So once again, we'll see you next Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern. See you next week.